What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Kings of CONCACAF podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I know it's been a while since I have come on here and talked um, to everyone that is listening, but um, I just have been really busy, took some time off um, to just gather myself, um, come up with some new ideas for for 2022. Um, But yeah, we are back and we're definitely going to be more um, consistent, um, similar to uh, what we had in uh, October um, in the new year. Definitely going to try to be putting out um, one to two videos every single week, whether that is, um, you know, podcast um, style like this. Where I'm kind of just talking free, you know, going, you know, whatever, doing talking about all things U.S. men's and national team. Or some comp videos, some hype videos, like um, many of you guys have seen my um, It's Our Time video that has by far my most popular, I think it's about 7,000 views. Um, And speaking to you, 76 subscribers at this point, um, that is pretty substantial considering I only have 76 subscribers. Anyways, that is besides the point. So I am back. We're going to kind of talk about some of my expectations not only for the channel, but for the team in 2022 and a recap of, of, you know, the season, uh, in 2021. So 2021, did the U S men's national team play well in 2021? And my final answer is yes, they did 100%. No questions asked, no hesitation in my mind, my, in my mind, the U.S. men's national team played exceptionally well in 2021. Couple points here. One, two trophies. They were not, it's not like they were huge trophies because Gold Cup is in highly respected. CONCACAF Nations League is not, is a new tournament first year. But I will say CONCACAF Nations League is a tournament I think that is going to gain a lot of more respect. The uh, UEFA Nations League um, tournament, it's not quite there yet um, in terms of respect. It's new as well, but I think within a couple of years is definitely going to gain the respect that um, some of these bigger tournaments have. And I think also part of that is that our um, region, CONCACAF, is not necessarily the strongest. You have three teams. Let's be honest. I know there are some good teams like Jamaica and, you know, Costa Rica is good and, you know, whatever. But for the most part, it's three teams. If we're being totally honest, Canada, Mexico, United States. Now, it hasn't always been three teams, um, but it seems like for the next at least, you know, maybe five years, it's going to be those three teams. USA is obviously very strong. That's why, you know, I'm here talking to you and you're here listening to me because you care because they're good. They're young. Um, they have lots of talent. Uh, you know, the future is bright. So that's why you're here. That's why you're listening. And that's why I am invested in um, such thing. Uh, obviously, Mexico is Mexico. You know, if you're an L tree fan, you or maybe trying to learn more about the U.S. men's national team, or you're here to clown me, um, leaving comments about how L Tree for the win and USA sucks and Pulisic sucks and whatever. And that's fine. 
come watch my videos. It helps me get more people. That's fine. And then Canada, obviously, they have the best player in CONCACAF. I know many of you may not agree. Most people, even USA fans, agree that Alfonso Davies is the best player in CONCACAF. Um, but uh, they also have Jonathan David. They have um, Tejon Buchanan. They have Kyle Laren. I mean, they have a lot of guys that are really good, too. So, um, yeah. Uh, also, I think I ended up not getting to my point about Mexico. But as many of you know, Mexico is always good. They are in, I think, a little bit of a, um, I guess, dark period, I guess you could say, for the for their national team. Um, just because I think these other nations are starting to catch up. Um, and that's good because it was just USA and Mexico and then all the rest followed. Obviously, 2018. USA didn't qualify. So clearly it wasn't always just USA and Mexico, but everyone would agree those were the two best teams. Do the two best teams always qualify? No, because USA haven't. They're not a guaranteed. I think from now forward, USA will be a lot to qualify for, you know, at least, you know, for at least a while. Because not only is our team strong, we have such a young team. And we have guys that are, you know, 18 that are really good and we've guys that are 20 like 3 24 22 that are really good so there's like a you know five-year gap but it's a five-year gap between 18 and 23 that are you guys that are performing at a high level not uh you know a five-year gap between um like 25 and 30 that's much different in my in my eyes so we have a very bright future. And I think with this group of guys, they're going to be together for probably about 10 years. So we're luck. Um, so I, I'm kind of getting on a little bit of a side here. So um, what my point was that I really am happy with how the U.S. men's national team has played. Um, I've seen lots of people say that uh, we kind of underperformed because you haven't been fully healthy all year, which is true. We have not been. Um, we have not basically played to our fullest capacity, which I think is also true. We have not played our best game yet. That also has to do with not being healthy. So I think if we get healthy, we can then play our best game. Because like I've I've seen that um, the uh, the big three, I guess, Adams, Weston, and Polozic have never played, never started a game. I think they have played, um, they played in the Nations League, I believe, the final altogether at one point. But Tyler Adams came on as a sub and he was hurt. He probably shouldn't have even played in that game. Um, but yeah, so I think that the um, US Men's National Team has played really well in 2021. All, you know, bad negatives aside we played really well two trophies three victories against mexico three that's awesome that just makes me so happy to even say that we beat mexico three times in one year um and then finally we uh, are in a good place in the world cup qualifying standings so we also had the like best winning percentage in in uh, u.s men's national team history for a year or something like that lots of really good things so I would probably give us as a grade, if we were to grade the team um, for the year, 
I'd give us a B plus to an A minus. And I know people are going to be upset with me in the comments because they're like, oh, you're not, you know, you're not picking one. You're picking, you should pick one grade, not B plus or A minus. But here's my thinking. They have played so well this year. I know there's injuries. That's something you can't control. Coaching. That's something the players themselves can't control. So those are two knocks to the U.S. men's national team. The real a real knock that I think they have underperformed would be somewhat in in World Cup qualifyings. I did say that was a positive because they're in second place, but they really should be and could have been in first place at the end of the year um, before these January qualifiers. Um, if they had played better in the um, the Panama game and the Jamaica game, if they had won that Jamaica game, they'd be in first place. So that's something that's knocks them but i think like if we're being honest looking at results wise we got results we won two trophies beat mexico three times i think that this generation of fans are just hypercritical of this team and if you were to say three years ago say 2018 we'll, we'll pretend it's still 2021 the 2018 squad that did not qualify for the world cup if you had said that team won two trophies and beat Mexico three times in one year, it'd be the best year in men's national team history. It'd be A plus 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 plus. So I think we need to put it in perspective and realize this team is an exceptional team. They played really well. And um I think there's lots of you know potential for this team to go far. Obviously 2022 is a World Cup here. So um, I think that we have a potential. I don't know if we're going to win 2022. Um, I think that it'll be really good. I am so excited to see what this team can do in the World Cup. I think we're, they're going to surprise a lot of the world because I know like the U.S. is kind of up and coming. You have guys in Europe that are playing at a high level, scoring goals. You got Pulisic, you got Weston, you got Geo, you got Tyler, you got Brendan. Um, these guys are like big clubs and they're scoring big goals. Um, Scally too, you could throw him in there, big club. Um, so there's definitely some buzz around the U.S. men's national team. But I w- what I will say though is that no one really believes in U.S. soccer, and that is kind of what. I'm trying to change and some of these other guys um, that are on here, like tactical manager TV, um, Yank report, 11 Yanks, these big guys that um, are trying to educate the United States and other countries about who we are as a, as a a U.S. soccer country. And yes, it's called soccer. I know. um, But we are uh, the up and coming country and we are going to, you know, be a powerhouse i think in in this sport from here on out and um i think we need to be taking a little more seriously um so yeah that's kind of kind of um what i'll do to wrap up the 2021 so 2022 like i said talked about a little bit world cup year i think we're going to surprise some people i think that we um are going to Make it at least past the, the the group stage, and you're like, well, at least like that's not that impressive. But I think that um, it is because we like if you think about the teams in the world, there is 32 teams qualify. Well, yeah, 
32 teams, I believe. I know there was expansions, but I can't remember if it's going to be this with Cup or the next one. But let's just say 32 teams. So let's just take 10, the top 10. I think we're ranked maybe 11 right now. So if we can just, we're going to get in a group with at least one of those um, top 10 teams, most likely. So we're going to need to beat them. And then we're going to need to play probably someone in the top 20 in our group as well. So my guess would be my guess, maybe top 30. Okay. So World Cup's not easy. So I think we're going to make it out of the group stage. And I think we could make it past the next round and make it to the um, round of 16. So I don't know. That's my prediction. I say we make it to the round of 16 and then we get drawn a... uh, you know, or wait, I'm scratch that. I just like am mumbling and not saying anything. But if there's 32 teams, then we'd make it to the round of eight, top eight. That's that's my that's my prediction right now. Top eight, and then 2026, which I'm getting way ahead of myself. 2026 World Cup, the United States is gonna win. I don't know. It's gonna be in the United States. Um. And Canada and Mexico, but mostly in the United States. So I think that we're going to play to the highest of our abilities, the best of our abilities, because when you host, that always happens. Think about how how poor that Brazil team was in 2014. And yet they. um, I mean, they literally just made it to the semifinals. And then when they actually played like a good team, like a really good team in Germany, they got I mean, they got embarrassed. Um, so and then 2010, South Africa, they somehow made it out of the group. Um, and then in 2018, Russia, I now I am forgetting, but I think Russia played relatively well. They had I think they made it out of the group, too. And Russia is not a powerhouse when it comes to soccer. So I don't know when you're already good and you're hosting. Who knows what will happen? Um, so yeah, I, uh, oh, before I end this, I'm going to talk a little bit about what I have planned for the, uh, 2022 year. First, I want to bring on some guests, whether that be some of my friends, maybe some of the guys that I've met, um, through the U.S. men's national team, whether that be guys from American outlaws, whether that guys be that be guys from Twitter or that be guys from YouTube or Instagram, whatever. Some of those guys on some of my friends on that um, from home that are into it or from school or where at whatever. And then also some players. So as I am still a small and growing channel slash podcast, I am hoping to um, eventually be able to get these big name players on. But at the moment, I do not have the budget for that because they do, they are going to probably cost money but i'm hoping that um i will be able to get some of these smaller players on maybe for free maybe a free interview um you know some of these academy guys even um youth level uh players just kind of reach out to them see if they were willing to do a free or for not that much money and then as i gain subscribers gain some more respect maybe i'm going to be able to get these bigger names on um for the you know, for these interviews. So that would be awesome. Um, 
And then um, some other things I want to do is um, hopefully I can make it to some of the games this year, um, do some vlogs and some kind of like game day experience type stuff. Um, you know, video some watch parties, whatever. Kind of just be all things US Men's National Team in that aspect. And then finally, um, I'm hoping to really work on some hype videos and, uh, you know, some comps for, uh, for the US Men's National Team. Because I think people love watching them and they always do well when I do those. So I'm hoping that I can kind of uh, gain some popularity in that aspect. Because whenever I, it's, there's not that many US Men's National Team hype videos, I will say. Um, and my, my video is one of the top ones, even though it only has 7,000 views. So yeah, I think there's some opportunity for growth in that, in that area. Um, one being there's not a lot and two being that I think people look for them and want them. So look out for those three things. I'm sure as the year goes on, I'll have some more ideas and, um, I'm going to try to be as creative as possible without being too repetitive because I've found that, um, lots of people kind of get really repetitive with what they post about on the YouTube or talk about on, um, Twitter or on a podcast about the US men's national team. And I don't want to be repetitive. I want to talk about things, um, and give varying perspectives that, um, kind of is not something you see on YouTube every time. Like I'm gonna, I, I want to still do the, um, the original classic, you know, reaction to the lineups and predicting, predicting, uh, you know, who's going to be a part of, you know, world cup qualifying in January, stuff like that. But I also want to make sure like, that's not the only thing that I'm talking about, because I do think that can be repetitive and not nearly as interesting. Um, so yeah, that is kind of what I'm going to leave with tonight. Um, Thank you so much for the past two, uh, three months, actually, of um, my journey, I guess, starting this uh, YouTube channel, starting this podcast. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate all of you guys. The, um, I think, 15,000 on YouTube that have watched and the couple hundred on Spotify that have listened. So I appreciate everyone, every last one of you um, for a good uh, I guess end 2021 as I've started and um, definitely hoping for more of you guys to join uh, for the future in 2022. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next time.